A new year, a new ghosty you. Let's party, Jen. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the 222 Paranormal Podcast. New Year's with your host, Jen and Joe. Happy 2023, everybody. 2023. Do you remember when we were kids and you thought like the year 2000 or 2023 was the future? Oh, my God. I Okay. (laughs) When I was really into... Well, I'm still am, but when I was really into space and aliens and all that yeah. stuff was back in the eighties. I I mean I can't think of it now, but I can't imagine what I was thinking back then, mm-hmm. you know, looking towards the future. What is twenty twenty three gonna be like? Are we all gonna be in flying cars and <laughs> all that? And almost, I almost. posted a, a photo last night and I didn't check to make sure it was actually accurate. <laughs> but I posted Stop. a photo on the Facebook. Look a face of the Wright brothers taking off on their plane for the first time, mm-hmm. and then the picture of the man on the moon with the flag. You know, uh, Neil Armstrong. Uh, yeah, I can't yeah. remember his name, but, <laughs> and it says that that this photo is sixty some years apart. And I'm wow. like, I didn't look at the math to see if that mm-hmm. was actually true or not. But you know, you think about we could barely fly a hundred years ago. Well, you were using, well, in the 1600s and all that, you were using balloons. But, in my day. but <laughs> when we re engineered or reverse engineered the alien technology that we found from the spacecrafts that crashed, look how fast we mm-hmm. went from, you know, the Wright brothers flying 100 feet to flying and putting people on the moon. Yeah, it's, and, it's incredible. I mean, even if you don't believe that we went to the moon, fighter jets. Look at the, you know, fighter jets. Stealth bomber. And, yeah, yeah. They it's, just revealed a new aircraft. Uh-huh. And I can't remember what the name of it is, but it, like, just blew the stealth aircraft mm-hmm. out of the water. Like, who knows? Like, we might have flying personal vehicles going forward. I mean, we got drones. Why wouldn't we have something that lift my chunky butt up and that take <laughs> me somewhere? <laughs> Look out, fly. <laughs> pigs can fly. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I don't know. But I'm just excited for this new year. I just feel like I have a new lease on life and yeah. things are going to get so much better and change for the better. And I have a couple goals. <laughs> hey, as one? soon as I hit the lottery, yeah. I will move out of this damn house. I <laughs> came over today and the first things <laughs> out of my mouth were, this damn house. These <laughs> cats. Joe's, I've got cats under the house again. <laughs> Joe's pets. Oh. Um, it's the year of the rabbit. 2023 is the year of the rabbit. So I think I have two goals this year. One is to get a pet bunny rabbit. Yeah. And two is to actually go to a, a Ruiner's, Bathurst, or Dead and Five show um, this year. Yeah. <laughs> that is my goal. We're constantly asking you if you want to go. And... I know. But it's like, I've been through a lot last year. I was very traumatized. But... Times are changed. Yes. The, new year, new boo. I do know that. <laughs> I don't know of any of the Ruiner shows, but I do know we were talking about a show in Chicago. I love Chicago. That is confirmed. We're playing, or I keep saying we're playing. <laughs> the Ruiner's. Your auxiliary yeah, member of the band. They're playing in Chicago. Not sure of the date, but. 
Joe and I went ghost hunting in Chicago. And we talked about it on one of the shows. It was one of the coolest we need to experiences. Go back. It, we did. We went in, down in Al Capone's tunnels where he ran his liquor. But the cooler part, coolest part, wasn't even the ghost hunting. It was the Tokyo Drift <laughs> police chase that was happening in between the buildings where we were at. It was so we were amazing. just standing outside watching them go by. <laughs> there had to have been twenty or thirty cars. Awesome! It was like a movie set. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it was. Maybe they were filming a movie. Who knows? I didn't I give her permission to film me. Well. I didn't get a rider. Yeah. <laughs> Only brown m and M. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, New Year. Let's talk about it. New thing. And having fun at the end of the year here. Mm-hmm. New Year's show. Going to be fun. Next week's show. Yes. Is going to be straight out of hell. Woo. So, Guys, stay tuned for that. Better get your air conditioners out. That show is already finished and edited because we did this show already yep. and Take the recorder two. messed up so yeah here yeah. we are on new year's more or new year's eve morning yep at 9 a.m recording this is the earliest <laughs> we've ever recorded i don't know you know we've done our conventions <laughs> yeah do you remember that's true. michigan paracon with brian cano and all of us were like oh my god it's so early i know Brian could barely talk. (laughs) It was a rough night. I only had like two or three glasses of wine, but you know, Joe doesn't drink, but all this, the, uh, just party hardy. Everybody was like rolling in at like 1030. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, uh, let's talk about some really cool New Year's things. So why do we celebrate New Year's in January? The New Year wasn't always celebrated in January, according to history.com. Oh, Okay. Ancient Roman calendars used the lunar cycles and had a new year that was beginning actually in March. An astronomer convinced Julius Caesar to follow the solar year instead of the lunar year. From 46 BC on, the new year became in January. Oh, cool. Starting the new year in January was partially done to honor the god Jonas. He had really yellow skin. No. <laughs> Janice. Is it Janice? Yeah. I'm re- Janice January. Can you tell that I can't read? Okay. Take For whom which the month was named since Janice had two faces, he was able to look back into the past and forward into the future. That's cool. So why do we drop the ball on New Year? Yes, why? Most of us... Um, are familiar with the traditional ball drop in New York City in uh, Times Square. Even if we haven't been to the city, we've seen it on TV because we have to. It's a, the law. But why does New York City drop a giant lit ball on New Year's? Anyway, according to PBS, welcome to PBS, Jen. I'm listening. Welcome to PBS. Thanks, Joe. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Sweaty balls. <laughs> <laughs> the festivities of New Year's moved to New York um, Times Square in 1904 after previously taking place in Trinity Church in Manhattan. Spectators were able to hear the chiming of the bells, you know, signaling midnight. However, when the fireworks began, it quickly became obvious that the usual um, spectacle wouldn't, wouldn't do. Hot ashes fell on the streets after the display, causing problems leading to the New York Police Department to put a ban on fireworks. Oh, man. After this, New York Times publisher 
Adolfo. Ouch. Went to Walter Palmer, the Times chief electrician, to create something different to draw crowds into the main city and avoid the raining down of fire. Fire. So that is why they turned, they uh, decided to light up a giant ball and drop a ball. Cool. Yeah. Any desire to ever go to New York? No. Me either. Don't like crowds. Not at all. (laughs) Joe, where did the tradition of a kiss at midnight come from? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> the story says that I was alone on New Year's as usual, and I couldn't find anybody to kiss. So I grabbed one of my stray cats from under my house, <laughs> kissed it, and you then have plenty of them to choose it. from. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Um, so the kiss is both part of English and German folklore, which indicate that whomever a person is with at midnight portends that type of luck that they will have for the rest of the year. There's a Scottish tradition that's called Hogmanay. Hogmanay? Sure. Uh, Their traditional word for the last day of the year. During that party, it's customary to kiss everyone in the room as the bells stroke at midnight. So I I was thinking, do you kiss? Bring a compact, kiss myself in the mirror. Yeah. (laughs) So you kiss right at midnight. So it's actually the beginning of the new year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And should you burn sage on New Year's Eve? Now, there's plenty of cleansing rituals, and they say white sage is perfect to deter any negative energy and evil spirits from gathering around you and your space. So if you have been plagued by exceptionally bad luck and gloomy spirits this year, you may want to consider bringing in the new year with fresh energy. So open the door to your house, smudge and sage take a broom and sweep outwards from your front door and that will sweep the negative out of Mm -hmm. your house and then go outside and do two things one take a little bit of cinnamon and blow it into your house and that's supposed to bring good luck and fortune in and then also have a couple coins and stand outside your front door and throw them into your house and that's supposed to bring um, wealth and money into your house yeah i just so yeah i've heard i heard the thing where you open your front door and your back door and you stand outside with your sage and you walk in Mm -hmm. and you systematically walk through your house saging as you go to sweep out the evil spirit or not evil but sweep out the old negative yeah Yeah. energy out with the old and with the new yeah and it's going to be really nice this year it's like in the 50s here right now last weekend was below zero so you know it's a good time you can actually get the doors open and and do some of these rituals yeah we need all the positive energy we can get this is the year for all our listeners to have positive energy it's gonna be so good and a whole new life yep yep we can do it so um but one of the things... Tell me some more, Joe. I love these interesting facts. So another thing a lot of the Wickhams do, and this is sort of like the same thing I talked about on my other show, because I, as you guys know, I have another show called The Year of Profit uh, podcast. It's all about body, mind, and wallet. One of the things for the New Year's is to burn... I don't know how to put it, but to burn out the old memories. Mm-hmm. So Wickham does the same thing, but they use a leaf a dried leaf, but you can do it as a, with a piece of paper is what you do is you take paper and you write down all the bad things that you can think of that happened that year. Mm-hmm. And in a ritualistic way, you write them down on a piece of paper and then you burn that paper mm-hmm. signifying that you're letting loose or, or 
getting rid of those old bad thoughts. Yeah, that's a great idea. And Just don't burn your house down, please. No, do it outside. <laughs> but the Wickham tradition is to take a dried leaf. Mm-hmm. And I forget the... The, the bay leaf. Bay leaf, okay. And write down on the bay leaf and then burn that. Yeah, there's a lot of like can and spells that you can do with bay leaves like write your intention on it and then burn it um really releasing it into the universe whether it's you know what you want to get rid of or what you want to attract yeah so you know you can always google those type of things use the google would you like to hear a ghost story yes okay that's what we're all about. Yeah, so we got some um, New Year's Eve ghost stories, which this is really interesting because we've talked about going to Chicago. Uh, and this is a celebration of the Drake's Hotel Grand Opening on New Year's Eve. Now, the Drake is famously a um, Chicago staple. Like, it's glamorous and, and historic, yeah. old, old hotel, but it's just gorgeous i don't know if you guys have ever walked by it's got these huge steps going up it's kind of a grand entrance so on new year's eve in the year of 1920 uh, the drake hotel celebrated opening night with much glamour and tinsel it was both majestic but also very tragic it was a magnificent grand opening because the drake was one of chicago's most beautiful and celebrated hotels but it was tragic because according to legend, it was the night the woman in red ended her life. On this day, a man and his fiancée, who was clad in a brilliant red silk gown, attended a gala in the Drake's Gold Coast room. The man stepped away and did not return, so his fiancée went looking for him. When she found him, he was enthralled with another woman in the Palm Court parlor. The woman was devastated, so she slowly climbed to the roof and she jumped to her death. Since then, guests of the Drake have reported seeing the apparition in the Gold Coast room, Palm Court, and on the 10th floor, as well as the roof. She's condemned to replay that final night for her restless soul wanders, attempting to find peace in the tragic final chapter of her life. In addition to spontaneous phantom appearances in her red garment, workers and guests also get a creepy and uncomfortable feeling in the ballroom. Ah. We have to go. Yeah, We have to go. We have to go everywhere. (laughs) We have to go. All we need is our listeners to each give us $10,000. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> We have rich listeners. Yes. Now, if they all gave us $1. Yeah. We could get we a happy could go meal. on a trip, yeah. <laughs> We'd go to Bono, Ohio. Right, right. <laughs> I wonder if Bono's haunted. It's like the smallest city in Ohio, yeah. I swear. They don't need, I think they might have one stop. I don't even know if they have a stoplight. No, they don't. They have a carry out. (laughs) Oh, there was a mail review there like two summers ago. Maybe it was three summers ago before COVID. (laughs) There was a mail review in the bar. And I'm like, what kind of dudes are being there? (laughs) The Bono. (laughs) They had a bunch of Bonos going on there. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Probably, yeah, some old farmers and overalls. Hi, bye, (laughs) Anyways. Okay, here's another New Year's um, ghost story. I like this one. This one's really cool. It's called The Phantoms of the Inn. And the Inn on Main Street Bed and Breakfast, which is located in Weaverville, North Carolina, is very spirited, especially on New Year's Eve. Although the innkeepers of the historic Bread and Breakfast will not admit that it's haunted, there's no denying the tales told by guests and staff. And they've all verified the house's um, spectral activity. Now, phantoms 
tend to lurk in its spaces and mysteriously they have a special preference for making appearances on New Year's Eve. We need to go there. <laughs> I wonder if anything happened last night because the show comes out on New Year's. So let us know if you stayed there last night. Strangely, on New Year's Eve, guests frequently hear pictures falling off the walls multiple times, um, but never find any physical evidence of them falling. Is it a residual haunting or just too much celebratory champagne? Uh, in addition, they also hear the back door opening and close and open and close, yet there's nobody coming in or out of the building. Now, the house itself was built over 100 years ago by a doctor, and the innkeepers know of at least one person who died in the house. A blood stain remains under the tiles in the bathroom that was once part of his operating room and lab. The stain would was never able to get removed, even with sanding and resorting to hiding it under the tiles. And could this be part of why there's hauntings on New Year's? People say don't hesitate at staying at this inn. It's very fa fascinating. And they've claimed that there's, you know, good energy there. And owners claim that there's over 10 different phantoms that have been identified. So there's men, women, children, Native Americans, and even a little white dog. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if anybody stayed there last night. Let us know. Let us what know. What happened? That's so exciting. I like little like bed and breakfast. I've never stayed in one actually. I have. Have you? I we were doing a show up in upper or I should say upper Michigan, not the upper peninsula, but mm -hmm. right around Traverse City up in that way. Okay. And Dana booked a room for me mm -hmm. at a bed and breakfast and I'd never been to it. She says, Oh, it's so cool, it's right on the water and all that. I'm like, All right, I'll check it out. Well, I didn't know, but it was for couples like a romantic getaway type deal place <laughs> and i'm there by myself and it's a shared bathroom okay. so in the morning when you go take your shower you have if it's someone's in there you gotta wait for them and i'm like oh my word it, <laughs> give Joe's, me a real hotel okay like, why am i in this house yeah with I, these people it's what i felt like i'm like all these people are it was there was like three other couples there and they're all happy. Edward, yes, we're happy. Look at us couples. And I'm sitting there by myself. Did you get breakfast? Yeah. Was it good? It was okay. Yeah. But you sat there and everybody's happy and the couple are together and they're cuddly. And uh, uh, I'm like, I was like, what the heck? Get me out of this place. <laughs> Is it haunted? Yeah, that's what I should have said. But. <laughs> yeah. That's like going to, Val or to Vegas on Valentine's Day by yourself. I sat, literally sat there and watched <laughs> woman after woman in wedding dresses just walk by. And I'm like, wah, 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 waiting for my <laughs> my shuttle to take me to the airport. <laughs> but I did hang out with a sexy stuntman. So that was something else. Yeah. It wasn't. Okay. Anyways, I digress. Okay. Here's another um, cool New Year's Eve ghost story. I like this one. Better than the last one. Okay. All right. So the Haunted Agora Theater. A holiday ghost hunt on December 31st was planned to seek the legends that haunt the historic venue. The entity they sought was the most ominous man in the yellow raincoat. During the investigation, one of the ghost hunters felt a splash of cold water on his back legs. Her back legs, sorry. Upon reaching down to find the store, she found that her tights were dry and there was no one behind her that could have spilled liquids. Yet a large wet sensation remained tingling and continued where she felt water 
after the encounter. This, in fact, was a common experience. So it's all attributed to the man in the yellow raincoat. The iconic apparition is not shy either. He's been seen on the stage. He's been seen on the catwalk and several of the um, viewing balconies. He's been um, recorded as being up there. So he's very interactive with spectators and often casting disciplinary looks when the audience is naughty. So other experiences that they may have encountered are doors opening on their own and the appearance of what looks like bloodstains in the basement. Now the Agora Theater and Ballroom have seen performances of Elvis, the Beatles, and is also home to some spirits. Um, besides the man in the yellow raincoat, many apparitions have been seen. Psychic once did an investigation and said that the spirit's name was John. Oh. Why the raincoat? Why? Did he die in a mysterious Could've... thunderstorm yeah. in a raincoat by electrocution when he was trying to fix the sign? I don't know. It's possible. That's my writer's um, brain <laughs> taking over. Um, oh, I like this one because, you know, I love um, all things Hollywood. And I used to live there. So anyways, um, the bell hop, or sorry, the bellboy for the Hotel of the Dead Stars. Um, besides accommodating a common traveler, the Monte Vista Hotel in Flagstaff hosts a number of otherworldly immortal guests and staff members. The legendary hotel opened on New Year's Day, 1927. And during the 40s and 50s, it was a popular spot for all Hollywood guests, while more than 100 Western movies were filmed nearby. Some of the guests included Bing Crosby, Jane Russell, Gary Cooper, Spencer Tracy, and many others. Now, if you're a young listener, you have to Google these people because <laughs> you won't remember them. We do. One of the ghosts there is a phantom bellboy who knocks on the door and then he vanishes. He's... <laughs> Um, annoying and dozens of guests have experienced him over the years now he's often joined by the ghost of a woman who is seen outside the zane gray suite and it turns out that two prostitutes were murdered in that room oh um, another phantom that hangs out at the monte vista hotel is that of a man who endlessly paces the gary cooper room he is often reported coughing and clearing his throat and many guests have reported feeling unnerved and dis have a distinct feeling that somebody's watching them in that room. There's also a spectral entity of a former bank robber that has said to haunt the saloon. Ellen Roberts, a hotel desk clerk, reported in 1970 three men uh, robbed a bank nearby and took a um, celebratory stop to have a drink in their lounge, even though one of the men had been shot during the escape. Now, while having his drink, the wooden man died. And some believe that his spirit is still haunting that building. So while people are enjoying cocktails and the cocktail lounge, um, they have a sense of like the spirit of a bank robber in that section of the building. And then some people experience strange things in room 220 as um, a maintenance man who returned to the room five minutes after leaving and locked it up, found the TV on full blast and the bed linen stripped. That's all happened because it opened on New Year's Day, 1927. Some of the traditions that are from around the world, I was looking at some of these, and some of them are pretty interesting. Like in Ireland, they put mistletoe under their pillows. Oh, yeah. So if you're single and hoping to meet the person of your dreams in 2023, this old Irish tradition might be for you. Simply put mistletoe under your pillow as you hit the hay 
<laughs> Boy, whoever wrote this stuff is really <laughs> the, the zing dinger, you know. <laughs> and on top of me not being able to read, it, our listeners will probably go, what? shut up. So anyways, take and put some mistletoe under your pillow when you go to bed and you will wake up with the person of your dreams. Okay. All right. I'll try it. Yeah. I only have fake mistletoe. It's been up for 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sort of the opposite. In Italy, they throw furniture on New Year's. What? So starting out the new year without a sofa wouldn't feel too good. (laughs) Starting out the new year, have to sit on the floor. But if you got some old pieces lying around, and if you don't need them, putting them outside on New Year's Eve is a good way to usher in a fresh new year. So basically what this is, is the same thing we're talking is clean your damn house out, (laughs) throw everything out. But no, don't throw everything out. Take everything in your closets that you want to get rid of. And sell. Yes. So that you have new money, to money go on New Year. Yes. <laughs> but one of the traditions is you clean your house on New Year's Eve mm-hmm. and don't do any housekeeping on New Year's Day. It's bad luck. So don't do anything on New Year's Day and don't eat chicken either on New Year's Day. It's bad luck. Yeah, but that's all I eat. <laughs> well, you're going to have to eat some tofu. Here's a good one. In Colombia, there's a tradition of carrying an empty suitcase on December 31st, which is good luck. It's said to usher in plenty of travel opportunities in the new year. Oh, I like that. We yeah, we need some travel. In Ecuador, they actually burn effigies. They usually burn effigies of politicians or cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. And the burning represents a cleansing of the bad and welcoming the good. So in other words, same thing as like with the Wickham tradition of burning mm-hmm. Your thoughts. So in Scotland, they have a tradition that we actually have here also. Every New Year's, they people jump into the, the Maumee River. Mm-hmm. But in Scotland, the annual Looney Dork, Looney Doak. I don't know how to say that. It's D-O-O-K. And what this is, is locals and visitors alike jump into a freezing cold North Sea on New Year's as, in, as a way to rejuvenate their spirits into the new year yeah so in other words they shock their body into a new year well do you know like back in the old time days people used to jump in freezing rivers when they were sick because what happens is the cold contracts the muscle Mm -hmm. and it squeezes all the poison out oh okay and that's why they would they would do that and then like um i don't know if you ever seen like people in like Nordic countries, they sauna, then they yeah. dip in the mm-hmm. ice plunge, and then they go back in the sauna. Yeah. It's supposed to be really healthy for you. They have that here. <laughs> um, some me. of the places that a lot of the spas have a cryogenic tank, oh. which I don't recommend mm-hmm. at all because Why? people have died. Yeah. They freeze to death instantly. Oh, my god! There's a story of a girl that worked at a spa, and they came in and found her inside that she... Oh. I believe that she went in to do her two minutes or whatever that you're in there, mm-hmm. and she slipped. And just the amount of time that she tried to get back up, she froze. That's crazy. She probably haunts that um, spa. Yeah. Haunted spas. The next paranormal podcast. There from you go. <laughs> in Japan, at midnight on December 31st, each year you'll hear 108 bells ringing all over Japan. It's a practice called the Jean no Kane. They ring from Buddhist temples across the country with 108 chimes. So the number represents the faith of the earthly temples. 
So they still do it to this day today in Japan. On New Year's, they ring the bells. So let me talk about some of the Native American traditions. Okay. The Hopi tribe celebrate New Year on December 22nd for the winter solstice. The Hopi have the celebration to symbolize the second phase of creation and the dawn of life. Their ceremony is meant to help turn the sun backwards or turn the sun back towards the summer to implement new life for the new year. Lasting up to nine days, the Hopi make many prayer objects and have many rituals, pass down lessons to the newer generations, and have a feast on the conclusion of the ceremony. Oh, cool. It's like every culture has this New Year's ritual. Mm-hmm. Everyone. It's it's so cool, and everyone is, like, different. It's like, did they all, you know, like, say a thousand years ago, you know, they didn't have calendars. No. So like, how would they know that? this would be the new year day well it all goes back with the same thing with the solstices and everything Uh and a lot of your ancient buildings and all that all represent where the sun rises at Mm -hmm. certain times it's sort of like the newark octagon mound is set up on an 18 year lunar cycle so they knew okay that's so cool (laughs) the aragui tribes have a nine-day celebration called the midwinter celebration or the New Year's ceremony, taking place either in January or February, depending on the lunar cycle. The Araguais have many different rituals that take place over the festival. The event that occurs during this ceremony in- includes the Great Feather Dance, the Dream Sharing rit- or Dream Sharing Ritual, the Peach Stone Game, and more. The end of the festival completes with the speaker that presents the summary of Thanksgiving with the tribes. At the end, the members are purified and the new year can finally be welcomed. Oh, cool. So in other words, they go around and they sage mm-hmm. each member. Okay. And there's a different, there's certain, certain ritual that the Native Americans do with sage. Mm-hmm. They blow it on their face and mm-hmm. they say, you know, with the smoke in my eyes, I can see the, the only the good in you. Mm-hmm. I take in the smoke into my mouth so I can only speak the good of you. Stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah. All right. One last ghost story. Okay. So there was a spectral party crasher. Um, have you ever gotten the feeling that you're not alone when you were? According to the website Wattpad, one woman had an unwelcome guest on New Year's Eve. She could not. She could hear it but not see it. And the trouble began when things started disappearing. A woman and her boyfriend kept losing items they were using only to have them reappear a few minutes later. So later in the evening, a strange man's voice joined the conversation yelling, right? In response to one of the comments guests had made. Eventually, every guest heard the invisible person coughing in the bathroom, even though there was nobody there. The strange activity stopped the next day, so perhaps the ghost is really just one who likes to join New Year's Eve festivities. Yeah. So... Hopefully you guys are just listening to this with your hangovers from partying too much last night and we'll be the cure for your hangover and we're going to push out the bad and welcome in the new for 2023. One of my many goals for this year is to learn how to read out loud. You can do it. (laughs) I've struggled with reading out loud for so long. You can do it. No, but, you know, we just want to wish all of our listeners a really, really happy 2023. Let's get out and investigate. Let's ghost hunt. Let's look for up in the skies for 
UFOs, let's go to the woods and look for Bigfoot. This year is the year, Joe. Yes. Gotta start doing the things we love because time is a slipping, slipping. Time goes by so fast. Into the future. (laughs) (laughs) Just think, it was only a year ago today that was New Year's. I know, right? I know. This has been like by far the fastest year (laughs) of my life. So much change, but you know what? We're just going to make the next year awesome. That's right. Come see us at conventions. We're going to have great, great shows lined up for you this year. We're going to just, it's going to be great. And if you have a good story and you'd like to get on the show, let us know. Yeah. We want to hear some real life ghost stories. Yes. Alien encounters. <laughs> Bigfoot, um, you know, come and stole your apples from your backyard. There you go. And if you are putting on a convention and you need speakers, me and Jen are available to speak. Yep. At your convention or on your show, if you have a podcast or a video cast and you would like us as guests, message us and let us know. We'd be happy to join you. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Fun okay. rock and roll party, rock and roll. Job. And let's leave this week's show and get ready to go to hell next week. That's right. Come join join us. us. We're going to hell. So let's all step in the circle and have a great year, and let's party on. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.